0: What? I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. Make sure you're clicked into OBS. Hey, good morning, everybody. Oh, hey, what's good? Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Unfortunately, Zach's, Zach's fade button is not really cooperating right now. So we may have to do a manual fade. You know how to do a manual fade in OBS, Zach? Uh, let's see. Oh, man. Oh, oh no! There he's we here. go. No, he's I'm here. here. It's all good. See, there is no technical difficulties to begin with. Don't even tr- don't don't worry, your little your little sweethearts. Welcome everybody. This should be episode number ninety nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I get to welcome you to this very special episode where there is nothing in particularly special. <laughs> but we're here today. I am Nuki Arthur, and this is Zach. Zach, and today we're just going to talk about the weather. Today's hmm. forecast light
1: showers throughout the rest of eternity because we live in a rainy state.
0: Back to you, Steve. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> uh, I feel like fucking goop right now, but it's okay because I'm sitting here editing these damn damn videos, Zach. I'm sitting here editing, editing these edits. Editing these damn edits, but it's okay because I'm about to allow myself the ability to take a break because I'm off to the Philippines. Yay! Yay! This will be the last episode before I am off to the motherland. Uh, I'm not Filipino, but <laughs> the motherland indeed, where I get to hang out, go to the beaches, and do a bunch of social things with a bunch of social people, Zach. Do I look like a social person? No, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <so> I'm worried. <laughs>
1: dude it'll be great i think
0: you're really gonna enjoy yourself thank you you know have you ever traveled internationally no i learned that traveling internationally fucking sucks to do like paperwork wise oh i didn't even know that that shit fucking sucks zach i I didn't even do most of it either most of it was handled elsewhere or by my cousin, or by the nice, by the nice man who did, who organized it. But the amount of like the, it, it, there's only like two main things I had to do. But it's just, just so confusing in order to do it. Like I just there is forms to fill out, and that's fine, right? That makes sense, right? Yeah. You know, because I'm traveling to a foreign place, I got to do the passport. You know, all those things, right? I already have my passport, but like filling filling the form out and stuff mm-hmm. with the right, uh, with the right things. You know the right uh, dates and passport numbers and this and that, and it makes sense, sure. But why do they make everything so confusing to find in your things? Like, let's say, for example, um, okay, this is gonna sound silly, but the airports, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know technically what air Like, I, I mean, we're flying. Like, I'm flying. PDX, right? That's mm-hmm. a, Which is Portland, right? That's obvious. And we're flying Japan Airlines because we're going from PDX to Japan. And then we're going from Japan to Korea and Korea to the Philippines. What fucking airport do I put, Zach? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. So... And then I have to pick the flight number because the flights are... are uh, the specific flights are numbered, which makes sense, but I don't know what fuck number it is and... And and there's just so many, uh, and you say like, okay, well, it's probably in the ticket. I have two tickets, one that, to uh, Japan and Tokyo, and then a different one to the Philippines. I'm so confused. So I was thinking, okay, well this is obvious. I'm picking the Philippines flight because that's the whole point, right? Yeah. No, I'm supposed to do the Japan flight. What? I'm so confused, Zach. This is the exact reason. See, I like to think, Zach, that maybe, maybe I'm tooting my own cock right now. But I like to think that I know a decent amount of things in general about life, right? Like I, I know enough. Like this is the type of things where I'm. I prefer, or I, I consider myself more street, more smart than uh, street smart than book smart, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Like I consider, I'd like to think that in general, when as life passes me by, I can figure a lot of things out. Mm -hmm. But this, this type of shit, is the type of time when I would pay someone to do it for me, because it doesn't make any sense. I would get so weird. I would get an accountant, and I would get, what or is accountant the right word? What's the word I'm looking for? Like a manager. Like a manager. Yes, I would get a manager. I need to speak to your manager. I need to speak to your manager. Oh, I actually have one this time. <laughs> I need to speak to my own manager. I need to speak to my manager because I'm so confused, Zach. I'm so an adult. Confusing. Like I, I'm, I'm having, I'm drawing a blank, coming up with examples because that's how confused I was filling out this form, and there was also like uh 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 things like, oh gosh, I would have to look at it specifically, um, but there was so many things I had asked a bunch of questions for. And I felt like a fucking idiot because I basically had to ask how to fill out the entire form. So not only did I sound like an incompetent guest to this nice person who's letting us go, who I haven't met yet. But I also feel incompetent myself. But I don't because that's a stupid form. You know what should happen, Zach? Hi, hi. Uh, hello, airport. Oh, hello, random person. Who are you? Hi, I am Anuki. I'd like to go to the Philippines. Okay, cool. Uh... This is how much it would cost. Cool. Thank
1: you. I mean, there, there are some formalities that are kind of obvious when you're talking about traveling internationally, but the amount. No.
0: Absolutely <laughs> not. Here's my passport. This is everything I need. Here's my license. There's everything I need. Don't talk to me ever again. <laughs> Leave me alone. Here's my credit card. Just take my money. No, trains, not trains. Well, maybe trains. No, it's specifically that trains are so simple that planes should be the exact same way. That's it's an fair. air train. Zach, come on. It's a sky car. Like the the, the, the at least I understand if it's if it's domestic travel. Uh, it's a little, it's it's much easier, but it's still a fucking process. Mm-hmm. And I understand why, but I feel like we've been around the block so long here. We've had airplanes in the air for so long that there should be a dumb proof way to fly domestically. And then that would make internationally just a couple more steps afterwards. Give me um, proof, you know, proof of passport and uh, ID. And then that's it. That's what I think it should be. And then afterwards, everything is handled in a system level. that's true,
1: yeah you would think that they would do a little bit more to kind of make sure that when you travel internationally and you're only mm-hmm. planning on visiting that like you can come home and like yeah, it's not I, just this giant fucking
0: process yeah I f- it's, it's I, like this was like a multi-day process like why and I and again, I didn't even do most of it, right. So the fact that I didn't do most of it, I'm just like, what the fuck is go- what is happening? What is this going on? I don't know, man. This this type of things, these type of things make no sense to me.
1: So how long is your layover over in Japan?
0: It's like an hour and a half. Oh, that's yeah, I know. And then about another hour and a half in Seoul, Korea. But yeah, I mean, I'm not leaving the airport, obviously. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I'm booking it like as fast as I can to Akihabara for 20 minutes and then back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like, I need to buy some
0: Japanese candy. <laughs> so, unfortunately, can't really explore Japan, but I mean, that's fine. I'd rather do it in a full dedicated trip. Right. But at least I'll step foot in, in, in weeb soil and then I can buy some weeb stuff at the airport or something. And then in and Sunshine then, Land. In Sunshine Land. And then that'd be it. I wonder if they have hentai figures in the airport. Probably not. Well, it's Japan. I don't know about in the airport, but maybe somewhere close? I don't know, man. It is Japan. (laughs) It is Japan. It is Japan. Maybe? I would buy airport hentai. That'd be really funny. (laughs) Not even for, like, the logistics. It would just be really funny to have airport (laughs) hentai. I was, I'd, I'd put it on my shelf. Like, what the? F- why do you have a hentai? Oh, you're not gonna believe where I found
1: this. I just imagine a I Heart Tokyo shirt that's just covered in hentai.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they. Well, yeah, it'd <laughs> be <really> funny. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I just want a silly Japanese shirt because there is this idea, and again, I haven't really tested if it exists, or I don't know if tested the right word, but seen if it exists. But there is this funny just design like thing in anime. Where it's like, it's, it, there's the, the idea of like, uh, like lame shirts or dasse shirts, which I don't know if that's the correct term, but that's what I imagine. Um, where it's just lame. It's just like a random blank shirt and just like a picture of like, I don't know, just like a, an eel. And then it just says in, in, in English letters eel. And this is, that's <laughs> like... dude, I love seeing, um, foreign countries make shirts that are written in english yeah but it could be in japanese too you say, uh what is it unagi i don't know i don't remember what it is in eel but it would just just be that and then that's the shirt and it's just lame as fuck and then <laughs> and then anime people or anime characters just wear those shirts like at home or something like that and i'm like that's so fucking fun <laughs> i would just have a lame ass shirt that just says a random noun <laughs>
1: i think i think there's a there's a Smell. Market, <laughs> tree,
2: tree. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> and then that's that's just the shirt, dude. I, honestly, I think it would be really funny if, at any point, if we end up making like merchandise or anything like that, if it just said like if we did something similar to that where it was just like some random inanimate object. Oh yes, that'd and, be great. But it'd have to pertain to the show. Yeah, but we could put our logo on it. Like it would just be like eel. <laughs> And eel. then, <laughs> and then, just like a little tiny uned logo, Unagi Station,
0: Unagi Podcast, Apache Attack Helicopter, Apache Attack Helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had eel? I have not. I have not either. Actually, well, actually, I probably have, but I didn't know it was eel. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I. Well, I guess maybe we try it over there. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be a whole big adventure because I have again absolutely no clue what's over there, mm-hmm. in uh, well uh, in Philippines that is, uh, but I don't remember. I I forgot to to note down how like or add up the hours of how long it's gonna take because I know fifteen hours is a number that exists. I don't know if that's a whole trip or if that's from here to Japan. That
1: sounds like from here to Japan because yeah. you're going like. Basically, halfway around the world, mm-hmm. right through the Pacific Ocean,
0: as as and opposed to the general ocean.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, and I'm not specifically going from the through the Atlantic Ocean. So it would be it it wouldn't be long, but it wouldn't be like or it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't be fast for that matter. I don't know. I don't know these things. I I my frame of time because I don't travel a lot, so my frame of time doesn't doesn't really work in the air. I don't right. know how long places are in between each other. Like I don't even know I I mean I probably I could probably take a guess, but I don't even really could say off the top of my head how far uh the plane ride to like, california is like three hours? Yeah, like two and a half. Two three and, hours. and a half hours, three hours. Okay, cool. That was a good guess. Coming from someone who's flown there like four or five times now. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I know that um my flight to Vegas is going to be like two hours. So it's not going to be bad at all, which is going to be really nice mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I'm a big, tall, lanky man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't really work out very well for me to be able to sit and coach right and and just you know be there for five and a half six hours like yes. when i went to hawaii that was brutal dude
0: yeah i so we actually thought about upgrading our seats to one i mean i think we'd still be in econ but we would just have uh, more legroom which i think <clears throat> means we end up going in the front or something like that mm-hmm. um, but that would be another hundred dollars each Ooh. Um, now in the grand scheme of things for like a for however much it actually costs a fly there which is like a couple grand not that much more but um considering and especially considering we didn't we didn't pay for that part um but still 100 plus extra for an extra leg room is sounds pretty rough i don't know i i, I actually thought about it and i was like mm, i don't know because it's 15 hours
1: that's true but plus Whatever it is to get from yes. Japan to Korea and then Korea
0: to the Philippines, right? But I'm not. But that this would only be from here to Japan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I keep. I, I don't know because I don't fly a lot, so I, I don't even remember one how much legroom there is. Because I I know stereotypically there's not a lot, but I'm also not that tall, right? So I don't really remember if I cared for that much legroom. You'll find out. Uh, Yeah, I'll find (laughs) out. This will be the finder-outer. And, I mean, I think if we really want to, we can buy it for the the flight back. So, Um, we'll see. I mean, honestly, if anything,
1: this first leg of the trip from here to Japan is going to be a really good gauge to figure out, like, when we go to Japan, Mm -hmm. like, what that's going to be like. Yes. Because, I mean, dude, that's going to be absolutely torturous for me
0: unless I fly, like, business class or something oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll de- we're definitely going to do... Well, I mean, I don't know. We'll decide if we have to suck it up or not, depending on how much it costs. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll be a decision we make when we get there. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yes. But, I mean, if the funds are right and we both ideally have jobs at that point... Right. Then I, I, would, I don't see why we wouldn't, but, you know, we'll see. But... As as of right now, I don't have a job, so I need to minimize as much money as possible. Right. So that is currently the plan, and uh, I mean, maybe it's also where we did it. Like, like we started talking about it yesterday, and we leave for our flight. I think it was yesterday. We leave for our flight tomorrow. So maybe it's a time frame thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Again. Uh, so, hopefully, hopefully it's all right. I I don't know. I'm 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 just worried, but at the same time. I can get comfortable. Like, if I have to, I can suck things up. You know, like, I, yeah. I've, I've been on a car ride for a really long time, and I mm. hate car rides. As everybody knows, I don't like driving. Right. Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, it, it's one of those things that you can just kind of brute force your way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I ended up having to do when I went to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just kind of like, well, this is the card I was dealt. I feel bad for the person who was sitting in the aisle because I had to get up, like three times. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I'm probably these days
0: I'm a frequent bathroom goer. I'm in the same boat, honestly. Yeah, I don't cuz I think it's cuz I've been I've been drinking more water these days, right? And more beverages in general, like but part of it is coffee, but mm-hmm. I've been drinking a lot of water. Right. Um so because of that, I go up to the bathroom a lot more. Mhm. Um and I mean I suppose that's a good thing, right? Obviously, but I noticed that because there like especially during my high school days, I could literally go to the bathroom once and it's not even a poop. It's just a pee. And I'm like, yep, I'm content. <laughs> For the rest of the day. Because I wouldn't, I mean, no, okay, maybe that's a lie. I would, like, pee in the morning. Do you take a morning pee or morning poop? Morning pee. Mm, I know a lot of people do a morning poop. And it makes sense, especially if you don't do so the day before and you eat a lot. Or, like, like the night before. Which I don't. But I still don't need to take that poop. Perhaps it's just because my digestive system is strong. Maybe it's just that you're a PM pooper. Perhaps I am a PM pooper, but basically, like at school, for example, I would I would wake up and then pee, and then I would hold it because I would I would just I wouldn't dare to use a public bathroom. Fair uh, enough. So I'm just like, yep, I'm just going to hold it until I'm back home. Right. So I'm holding it all the way, even past track practice, and I'm back home Oof. around like when would that be? Like three, four PM at that point. Somewhere around. Somewhere there. around there, right after our extracurricular activities. And then I'm like, all right, cool. to play video games. <laughs> and then I would just hold it. But not because I'm not because of anything. Like I want to hold it, but it's just I don't have to go. That's fair. Now I'm like It's been an hour, yeah, I can go to the bathroom.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it I don't know. It's definitely a really interesting story. Um trying to figure out like your own body schedule like mm-hmm. it's super interesting to just kind of learn as you get older it changes
0: so drastically um but anyways back to like traveling and so yeah i mean i would definitely be a frequent bathroom user so i would probably get up a lot and that's the thing that scares me the most one time i think it was in california i think it was i think so when i went by myself i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. because we were going for uh mlg anaheim And fucking coolest, coolest dude ever. Like I was in the air, I was in the, so when you travel, you get assigned seats, right? Mm -hmm. Then that makes sense, right? Yeah. However, uh, on our flight back, it was, it was uh, me and, me and my, or my parents, because I went with my parents and they were on, I don't know how it ended up like this, but it's probably just how it goes. Um, They were on one side of the aisle and I was on the other side of the aisle
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and it was me and some Indian dude. And. Uh, we get in our seats or whatever, and the flight takes off. And me and then you look at each other, and then we look at the, the, the empty seats behind us. And then he goes, "I'm gonna sit over there." I'm like, "All right, good shot." And then he gets up and moves over to the empty seats, and I just... and so we get an entire, entire seatings to ourselves. So it was fantastic. That's fucking awesome, and that's a rare occurrence in a in a flight, especially one that that has to do with California. So that was a great time. Oh, dude, those flights are never. Yes, to and from, it's always packed like sardines. In the summer, too. Yeah. So, I, it was a great time. So, <laughs> me and Indian dude bonded over <laughs> just having non-assigned seats. Because <laughs> I think about it, like, how much do they actually care?
1: So, I think the assigned seats only pertain to, like, when you're first boarding. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they have X amount of seats. And, and Right, that makes sense. And then, outside of that, I'm sure that they don't really give a shit. Because it's just like... You're in the plane. Right. Everyone who's like, gonna like, be in the plane.
0: <laughs> what are you gonna what are you gonna do? Kick you out?
1: <laughs> They're like, bro, we're at thirty thousand feet right now. You need to get the you fuck to, out of here, need, dog.
0: <laughs> Here's a parachute. Stay in your fucking seat next time. Because the only the only idea I have in my head is like middle school buses where if you're not in your assigned seat, you're gonna get in trouble. But in the real in the adult world, like who fucking cares, <laughs> right? Like I like I, I remember I remember this the difference of living my entire school, like, from from K to grade 12, assigned seats, sit in your assigned seat. Yeah. You have to. And then going from that to college, and nobody fucking cares. Oh, what a whiplash that was, Zach. I was, like, I was so scared. Even, even if I'd picked my own seat, I was so scared to not pick another seat. You know, it's interesting because in my brief stint in college...
1: It was it was that way where it was kind of like you can sit wherever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. And then it was just kind of like wherever people chose to sit at the beginning of the term. That's just where they would sit <laughs> right, for right, the rest right. of it.
0: I mean, to be fair, it's it's one of those things where I don't know if it's that and seats are ingrained in your head that hard or it's just like why there isn't really the big reason to not, you know, like you sit one place and you're like, all right. Like, what are you gonna do, sit somewhere else? Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe like you, you're not feeling it, but at, after like week one, you're you're basically just there. Yeah, and then it it throws you the fuck off when oh.
1: someone sits in your seat, and you're like, what? Yeah, the fuck? exactly.
0: Oh my gosh. it happens so many times, and I'm like, what am I gonna do tell them not to? Like, that's why my assigned seat. Like, no, it's like it doesn't matter that much. But at the same time, I feel like there's like a general etiquette of like, why? Like, the why is there a reason? But what I s but what happens right is I don't know the. In my mind, like you have, you're in a classroom, right? Mm -hmm. Not even a lecture hall, a classroom. And you, it's it's the first couple weeks, and you're figuring everything out. And you sit in the right spots, right, or your own spots, right. Mm -hmm. And as the week goes on, you make friends or whatever Mm -hmm. with your classmates as you group up and such. And then now you want to sit next to your friends. So let's say there's a person in the front and the person in the corner of the room. And they want to sit next to their friend. So they or their new friend. So they the corner guy sits in the front. Well, the corner guy sits in the front has to take someone else's seat. So they the new per, that person has to take someone else's seat. And that person has to take someone else's seat. And that person has to take your seat. And I think I think it's this whole like idea of traffic, right? Yeah. Where one person does a really fucking stupid cutoff and that makes another person do a cut a weird cut someone else off, you know, and then that's how traffic forms. It's used. oftentimes it's not even a crash. It's just some one fucking idiot, right? Yeah. Not that I'm calling them an idiot. They want to sit next to your friend. That's fine, right? Right. Making friends in college is hard. So, you know, it's whatever. That's cool. But it's this weird domino effect where now all of a sudden someone is sitting in your seat. They didn't want to, but someone's sitting in their seat. And then now, okay, well, I guess I got to sit over here and I got to mingle with this random person now. Like, hey, what's good? Hey, uh, you know. (laughs) Yeah, dude, honestly. That's why I like lecture halls. Because if, if you sat in someone else's seat in lecture hall, you really had to try. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, talk about packed in like fucking sardines. No, not even. Because the ones that I went in, it was never that packed. Really? I mean, there was more than, than in high school class. But um, even for like, a, like a, a busy class, like something like psychology or uh, like biology or something, like a science, it was never packed. Interesting. Um, there was a lot of people for sure. Yeah. But it never filled the seats um interesting
1: yeah yeah that is super weird that we just kind of had that subconscious like i need to sit in the seat that i sat in before mm -hmm. and like honestly dude when i was at clark i didn't really talk to much of anybody the only mm -hmm. people who i talked to were the people who were like in the jazz band at clark Because that's what I was doing. I was mm-hmm. in the jazz band and all that kind of stuff. And then it was just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm right. I'm going to school to be a music mm-hmm. teacher. And yeah, then they right. were
0: like, good fucking luck, buddy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay.
1: you're
2: right.
0: <laughs> you have to establish that in those relationships in the beginning. Right. Like, as soon as you can, this is what I did in university. As soon as I walked in, okay, this is going to sound really, like, bad, but this was my strat, okay? I walk in and I sit next to a girl. Now, why is that? Because I want to flirt or anything? No. It's specifically to throw myself into the deep end and sit next to the opposite gender. That's it. Good luck, have fun. Good luck, have fun. You know, mm. I don't have any cheat codes. I can't sit next to the the uh, some uh, the nerdy guy with glasses or anything like that or whatever. I mean, I did, though. I, I sat next to one to one nerdy guy, which it wasn't to cheat off of. But I was like, well, initially it was like, oh, he seems pretty smart. And I don't want to sit next to a person who sounded dumb because I didn't want to have the alternate effect where they're asking me things. And this is a biology class. You ask me something I don't fucking know. <laughs> Um, but homie was super cool. Anyways, I sit next to a, a female because I am a male, and there I I am forced to to put every single fucking ounce of social ability into my body, right? In order to not look like a fucking idiot. Um, and then I'd also, you know, like, hey, what's good? Hey, I don't know what, uh, I'd m- do basic minor minor conversational mingling, and that would do me well, right? I also found that I'm actually better communicating with females in general, or uh, for the first time. For dudes, not so much, I I found. I'm not sure why, um, but that's what I found in college. So I was like, okay, well, it works, and I talk better, so I'm just going to sit next to girls most of the time. You're just one of the homies. One of the homies. One of the home girls, like, Zach. Psh, psh. <laughs> I sit down. Girl, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> bitch, no Bi- way. Bitch, no way. I actually developed um, talking like that sometimes to females. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, no way. You ain't going to believe this, fuck. bitch. It's, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy that. Girl, you have no idea. Girl, you have fucking no idea what happened at work today. No, I'm not like that, but it's really funny. Oh my God, wait. I just remembered I...
1: I le- I left a sticker here that said "Boba Queen." You did. It's over there.
0: I was I- like, I saw it. I was like, is that mine? Wait, fi- it is something that I would have, but I feel like I, I don't really, I don't think I have it.
1: So Jackson, I don't know where the fuck he got it from, but he he just gave it to me, and he was like, "Here you go," and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do with it, do with this, and I was like. I know just the person to give this to, and I just like sneakily snuck yeah, it. Yeah, it was on
0: my desk. I was like, "Is this mine?" It is now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not really a sticker person. Not that, uh, not that I'm not grateful for it, but it's just like I, I, I realize that I don't utilize stickers a lot, but mostly because I enjoy a clean look for most things. Like, I would never sticker bomb my laptop. That's fair. Would you? No, I don't think so. I mean, would you put a sticker on your laptop? Ooh, or like two to
1: three stickers. Probably not. I'm kind mm-hmm. of like a, a zero or a hundred type person. It's either mm-hmm. nothing or just like a clusterfuck, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a, a cacophony of just right,
0: random right. shit. Like I, I do enjoy, like I've seen them before, like people who sticker bomb their like laptop lid to the to the point where there's absolutely no laptop surface area left, right? And that's cool because that's like a commitment, right? Like you said, a hundred, right? Yeah. But if there's like five stickers on the lid, I'm like come on, man. Like the what, what, what? It just looks bad. There's no coherent theme or anything. It's just random stickers you probably found. You're like, fuck it, I'm putting it on my laptop. I mean, I
1: started sticker bombing one of my desks at home, and mm-hmm. uh, that's been a tedious process. Sure. What's well,
0: a bigger surface area?
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I mean, you know, I'm probably going to need like 400 stickers to be able to cover the entire thing. And by that point, the desk is going to be completely ruined anyways because mm-hmm. of just the random shit that happens. Um...
0: You can have some my stickers if you want.
1: Just don't use them. Okay. But yeah, dude, it, it's uh it's definitely really interesting trying to like figure out what your dynamic is with other people. Like mm-hmm. I know I know that in some groups of friends that I've had, I'm the agent of chaos. Right, right, right. And then in other groups of people, I'm like the person reeling them in, like, mm-hmm.
0: hey yo. Like, yeah, well you okay, <laughs> in university you kinda have to do that because nobody yeah. else will. I learned this. Um, And well, this was the assumption I made, and that's why I went in into it my freshman year. Well, technically, like sophomore, because it's a college uh, college class, but my first year, Mm -hmm. I went in. I was like, I know how this is gonna go down. I have a pre premonition. That's so Raven. I had a I had a vision, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Brand (laughs) blast, right?
0: And I was like, if I don't talk to anybody, I'm gonna talk to nobody and I'm not... Bro,
1: that was the most fucking profound thing you've ever said. Exactly, because <laughs>
0: I know how... I, I've had... Oh, no, it's also because I went to Clark, right? And yeah. I had noticed this, and I was like, if I don't talk to anybody, I'm not gonna... I'm never gonna talk to anybody. That's how it was in my psychology class. That's how... in in uh, in, in uh, When I went to Clark College in High School, that's how it was in other classes where if there was no group work, I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. And that's... You know, I... I think... I was scarred for life when I went into a. know his <laughs> <was> English too? <laughs> uh, no <and> way. <laughs> I was scarred because I didn't talk to anybody, mm-hmm. and uh, for the first day we we had to read Huckleberry Finn. Did you ever read Huckleberry Finn? <clears throat> I'm sure I did at some point. I can't. It was a really controversial book about slavery. Tom, what's 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 his name? Really, really famous writer uh, that I'm losing right now. Tom Sawyer. No. I think so. Right Or um, Fuck He has like an award too I'm pretty sure Or does he What am I th- I'm pretty sure you're right Hold on I'm gonna check um, But that was a fun one Because uh, I mean luckily We didn't have to read it out loud Because I said the N word a lot um, <laughs> <Huckleberry> <laughs> Oh Fan Well that's the reason Why they were taking it down Like in schools Because Mark Twain Mark Twain. That's, that's what. it is. Yes. I had a picture of his mustache in my I, head. <laughs> <laughs> I had a picture like he. Had, there was like an award for it. I was like, I'm. I'm pretty sure of this, but I, I couldn't figure it. Yeah, Mark Twain. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. But, but that's besides the point. Maybe that could be a fun topic to talk about. But <laughs> I went into the class and I can't remember if there was anybody I knew. No, there was a few people I knew, but I. But we were supposed to get into groups, mm. and we would talk about the book, like we would present. It by a chapter by chapter basis, mm-hmm. and we were and I got put into a group, and it was a group of four, and three and the, th- the other three people were friends, and you and I was not. Oh no! Mm-hmm. And I had made the conscious decision or the unconscious decision rather mm-hmm. to not socialize immediately, and because of that, I snowball effect to the point where I could not socialize afterwards with the and. Yeah, you can. You could say, like, oh, just talk with them, right? That's harder than it sounds. <laughs> I can't just, after not talking with them, start talking with them randomly and acting like I'm, I'm part of the gang. Mm-hmm. So it was tough. So that scarred me. And then ever since then, I was like, okay, I have to be friends immediately in the first day of class. I have to mingle at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or I have to put the conscious effort so that way afterwards I don't have to anymore. Because putting the conscious effort... Later in the in the semester or whatever is way harder because oh, icebreakers are gone. Yeah. So I going into university, I was like, I'm going to just sit down and I'm going to be the guy to talk because I'm going to be the guy who I wish I ha- was was with <laughs> previously. Right. You know, I wish someone would talk to me. No one's going to talk to you. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be the guy. So yeah. I come in and I go, hey, what's up? Let's. What's, what's good? How are you? What do you do? What is your social security? You know, like normal talking stuff, right? So that way we could break the ice. And now we have I have a singular or a couple friends to go through the semester with. You're like, I got my
1: top three questions ready. What's your social security <laughs> number? What's your blood type? And, and what's how your, are you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what's your home address? <laughs> how to be social one oh one. So yeah, I would all, that, That's how it went, and uh, I know. When and when I took my communications class, which I loved, uh a base like this was during Clark too, I would just say or we get put into groups mm-hmm. and it's fr- it's funny, right? You get put into groups and then like and you can pick your groups every single time. So we pick our groups for the first time and, and that that works perfectly because nobody knows each other. Right. So that makes way more sense than picking your groups later. Um so then afterwards that happens, you do your group project and like, okay, you can pick your groups for the next project. And then of course everybody picks the same group, right? Yeah. And that's how it works every year. Well, maybe a couple people shift, um, but otherwise the groups are predominantly the same. Yeah. So that's fantastic. That's how that works, and it's great. So that ends up being the, the friend group that you create, and that's like that's a great system. And more more place more classes should adopt the system of get a pick a you can pick your groups, but do it like immediately. Yeah. Like in the first couple of weeks, work on a group project. Don't do assignments. No, no, group project. Or group assignment, whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, group something, group sit, group sit down, stare at the wall. I don't know, something. Group grouping, group grouping, <laughs> something. I don't know, I don't know. So the like the, the, the you gotta work on something, you know. Right. The ice break, like get into groups and say your name and what's, what's your, your favorite <laughs> like That doesn't really work. Yeah, you know, we did that. It's so funny. We did that during orientation, right? Uh, oh we, god, yeah. We went into at least enough for WSU. We went into groups. Like we were split up into different groups and we did walked around campus and played games and stuff. I don't know. It, I mean it was it wasn't that it was cringe. No, that wasn't it. It was fun for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I never talked to those people at all throughout my entire the rest of my years in WSU, even though I saw them. That's interesting. Dude, oh my god, I just
1: had like a mm-hmm flashback like a vietnam oh, yeah. flashback do yeah, you right. remember high school orientation at the end of eighth grade
0: i think i do i'm pretty sure i do we were like in an assembly right yeah 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 so and then we were we were in like lines and stuff or whatever and then we mm-hmm. had it and then yes okay I remember, I remember i remember
1: so what i what i remember so i was on both sides of the scenario it was really really cool so, basically, when the buses showed up with all the kids from all the different middle schools that were going to be funneling into the high school, mm-hmm. uh, they got welcomed by, like, the the basketball pep band and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And then they had their, like, their people who were, like, showing them around and everything like that. And then they went into the gym and had, like, an assembly type thing. Okay. And, like, a get-to-know-you type thing. Um, And it was really cool because I had that like doing the the orientation and tour type thing Mm -hmm. and then i was also one of the people who was playing in the band whenever all the the Mm -hmm. middle schoolers would show up and so i ended up like accidentally meeting like a shit ton of underclassmen like before they were coming into the school Mm -hmm. because i was just band nerd dude dude man bro and a lot of a lot of the friends that i had in high school had younger siblings Mm -hmm. and so they knew me and so they'd be like oh i'm friends with that guy Mm -hmm. he knows my brother Mm -hmm. um because that's such an accurate representation of how they would talk to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, geez, Rick. Oh, hey, geez, Rick. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really cool to kind of have that icebreaker activity to like at least go to the school before you were forced to figure out how to navigate it. Oh my God, dude! I fucking I don't think I showed up on time for a class my first year of high school for like. Four days, oh. like I was just—I felt like a lost puppy. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know where to go, and like, it had gotten to a point where. do my...
0: they expect that? like it'd be a bunch of freshmen that would be late to school <laughs> every or late to class every single day for at least a month. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And um, oh my god, dude, there was a
1: time where Kevin, my brother, had to like show me around to <laughs> to a bunch of my classes until I could get it sorted, and like. Dude, the the first week of school every single year was, it wasn't like equally as confusing, but it was just like, I didn't know that this classroom existed or like yeah. you would end up going to like different corners of the, uh, of the school mm-hmm.
0: that you had never really been to before. I mean, you could live your life like n- in like one corner of the school. Right. You know, like you could, you could, the way our school was set up, it was basically a circle. Um, but a lot of the classes, like the specific class, like for example, like uh, tech and welding and stuff, mm-hmm. was in one corner of the of the school. So if you never did any of that, you could have never gone to the eight nine hundred buildings in your life. God, dude, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have. No, I went to every building. Yeah, I went to every building. But you could literally never go to some of the buildings in the school mm-hmm. in your entire four years. So. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying
1: to think. I think I've had, I had classes in every single building, but it was, the weirdest part is that the classrooms were like on the inside and the outside of the circle. Yeah, yeah. And so that's how it would get super confusing because you'd be like, oh, okay, you know, I have, I have a class in 7.15, but 7.15 is on the far corner on the outside and yeah. you're like, where the fuck am I supposed to go right now? <laughs> And, like, our high school wasn't even that big in the grand scheme of things.
0: I think it's just the, the downfall of an outdoor campus. Yeah. There's no, like, hallways are just, like, straightforward. I mean, Clark is pretty similar to that, too. Oh, yeah. It's just one huge fucking campus. The only upside is if you're late, you can do shortcuts. You got you
1: got your speed run routes, like oh, yeah. how I could
0: get there in. Well, what if you are one class is in one corner of the Clark campus, and your next class in five or in five to ten minutes is in the other corner? You're fucked, bro. I
1: had that shit happen. Yeah,
0: you're fucked. Like what? Even if it's not in the other side of the campus, it's so big that if it's if it's in the if you're in one corner and then your class is like in the center, it's still such a long fucking walk or run or even drive to the next parking lot. It doesn't matter. You're gonna be late <laughs> dude parking at Clark was such a shit show it yeah, was oh um, it was this is why I was so happy to have a hatchback I had a super dinky car that can just fit anywhere dude even with my Subaru it was a little bit of a problem for a little while
1: because yeah. some of the parking spots on on uh, Clark's campus are just so fucking small and of course we're dealing with people who do not know how to operate motor vehicles a mm-hmm. lot of the mm-hmm. time and so there would be people who are like, you know, there's one car here, one car here, and you're trying to park in the middle, but both of them are like Meow.
0: Yeah, both and it, of, yeah, and, and it's are, like there's they're, no they're fucking crooked way. or they're too close to the to your closer line or whatever, so you yeah. have to and even if you get, do get in, you can't get the fuck out. Like it's like yeah. it's so bad. I don't like I, I understand in a sense why they do that because it's Clark, it's community college, there's a lot of people you need to pack. Um but it just it's so saddening when you see that parking spot and you're like, I can fit in there, but I will not be able to get out yeah yeah. and I mean,
1: um, the high school had like Prairie had some of those spots too. and yeah, dude, but... mm-hmm. I'm so <laughs> oh sorry, go ahead no, 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 no
0: go ahead, go ahead. Um, I'm really excited
1: I, it makes me so mad. they got rid of senior parking. <gasps> no way, why? I don't know. but when we were seniors, they got rid of like the thing where you could buy your own parking spot like they got rid of it. Did they not Oh. Oh they did, huh? Like you could you got like a parking pass and like yeah, you know your thing was right. special because you were a senior like ooh. But <sighs> outside of that it's it's still free game. And I mm. mean, you know, I guess I I'm kind of lucky because I showed up an hour before everybody else yeah. every day. Well, almost every day. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like, okay, whatever, you know, I'll just park wherever. But on the days that I didn't, it was like, I'm fucked
0: right Like yeah.
1: trying to show up at normal people time. Yeah it was I just,
0: just I just didn't park in the parking lot. The school a high school parking lot is the worst place to be in with a vehicle. I agree. It, there is a, there's a bunch of high schoolers who are first starting to drive or they drove for a long time and still don't know how to drive and it's just it's just fucking I don't want it's a nightmare. Imagine bumper to bumper, but it's a bunch of teenagers oh my god that's a nightmare oh and then they'll stop in the middle of the line to like mm-hmm. chit chat with one of their friends and it's like oh, yeah. out of the
1: fucking way! yeah
0: or they just don't understand the idea of like hey take turns trying to get through or like 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 a zipper you know yeah like an like uh like zipper entrances where one person goes in next person goes in one person goes in next person goes in to merge into the same exit to fucking leave. no it's like i'm gonna go no i'm gonna go like wh- why are you competing Stop it! What is the point? I, we're, all, we're all leaving! God forget there's a four-way stop. It's like, bro. Oh my it's God, bro. it's like, what's going on? So I always park in the neighborhood, like the one next to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 literally, and you you think about parking in a neighborhood besides a school, and you're like, oh, you have to walk a lot. No, you just, it's it's literally right next to it. It's right next to one of the entrances. It's just park there and just walk like... A fifth of a mile and you're good, or six. I don't even know. Well, maybe it's a fifth now because before, um, there there wasn't there was like a big field Mm -hmm. and we would just cross the field like diagonally. Oh yeah. And now they have actually they actually have uh, more apartments there, so I have to go around. Yeah. So it's really cool
1: because I saw the high school in so many different moments of development and all that kind of shit. Like you know the uh, the side entrance on one seventeenth. The one that is not at the light. It's the one right before it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that used Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of... I, I, I don't call it someone. I call it 503, but sure. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But there's like 50 names for it, so that's fine. It's like 117, know. 503. Technically, it's 500. It's confusing,
1: but go ahead. I don't know. Anyway, so that used to be the only entrance to the high school.
0: Really? Yeah. We even the through the the Winco parking or the Winco light, but the Winco ended up getting put there after my sister graduated high school in 2011. Oh my gosh, you're right. I do. I do. Well, I remember. It, yeah, I remember it popping up because we used to be uh, we used to be Kroger uh, Kroger family. And now you're a Winco family. And now we're a Winco family. (laughs) Yeah. And and so it's
1: really interesting because I saw it during that period of time. And of course, you know, when I was in middle school, that was like right when that intersection opened up. Right. And they made it so that that whole entrance was there with like the tennis courts and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I think the tennis courts were there still. But anyways, Mm -hmm. so and then I saw like when the intersection first opened and then, you know, Of course, it was like a desolate wasteland all around it because there was nothing fucking there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they put the fairway in. They put in, like, all of that kind of stuff. I'm so mad that they waited or, they're like, they didn't put the Taco Bell in until after we graduated high school. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. I'm so pissed. That's such a nice place for a Taco Bell. Bro, they probably make so much fucking money. Oh, yeah, bud. A lot of money. A lot of money go there. A lot of money go there. Got a lot of money go there. But also a lot of high school kids, so I would fucking hate to work there. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, it would be a nightmare. Yeah,
1: I would rather not do that. I would rather not have a job than work at Taco Bell <laughs> at, right next to a high school. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I because yeah, otherwise, I never really went there, but it wasn't there was a subway there. Yes. There was a subway there, and I loved that subway. Oh, my God, dude when when I could go off
1: campus, I would just go to subway.
0: It's so nice. I mean, subway money for a high schooler is a lot of money, um, even back when it was five dollars. but, oh my goodness, it was so nice to go to I love eating on subway. I still $5 love subway.
2: Dollar foot low.
0: I know that's a, that's just a distant dream now. <laughs> I know five dollars foot low with inflation. <laughs> With a decade <laughs> worth of inflation,
1: uh, five dollar six cents.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the six inches are like five dollars now, huh? Yeah, that's so sad. I, well, I think a lot about inflation after working a job, and it's like it's it. It sounds like a lot of money, but after how much more you're making because of the wage, mm-hmm. it's actually not that much more. But it just feels like it's a lot because we re- we reference to a time when it was only five dollars, but at this point, wage is like five six dollars more than it was. That's yeah, that's fair. Oh, maybe five six is generous, like like four or five dollars. Because I think I don't remember how wage was now, but now we're like fifteen fifty. I'm pretty sure, right? I don't know. I mean, um, when jo- I started working in eighteen, it was thirteen or no, it was like twelve fifty. So I would imagine even before then, it was probably like ten, like uh, minimum wage. Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. That would be a good thing to kind of look at and just see
0: how much it's changed. Well, let's give her a go. Let's give her yeah, a let's go. Let's give her a go. We have the power of Googlebot. But uh, yeah, I, I I didn't go off campus a lot, honestly. I know a lot of people, they went to the WinCo because the WinCo um, that, was, that was constructed was literally across the campus from us. It was just a walk and a lot of people would just go there and they would buy their foods. Uh, so a lot of people, they would get the sandwiches, they'd get snacks or whatever, and that would be their lunch. And I never did that. I still just kept going to the school lunch because, um, did I talk about the, cho- the, the Asian food there? Um, I don't. The chopsticks and how I would never get the, col- the the cauliflower or whatever. I don't know. So there was a, they call it a chopsticks, which is a fantastically fucking, uh, like mid 2000s this is not racist now but it's going to be racist in 5 years <laughs> but they called the asian food chopsticks i wonder if they still call it chopsticks oh do we have so we have a chart here we go here we go so what are we looking at uh, apparently nothing that's apparently great. nothing fantastic okay. let's see nope that's awesome oh maybe they uh, maybe oh maybe i changed the display capture that's oh annoying. that's right i think i did uh, okay, whatever. Then I guess we won't have it for today. So, what are we looking at here? So, uh, what we are looking at is a minimum wage chart, and let's go down
1: to. So, in January first, two thousand, minimum wage was six dollars and fifty cents. Wow, for Washington. Uh yeah.
0: I wow. yep 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 Washington state. Um. So okay. So we'll go to twenty ten. What is twenty ten? Uh, twenty ten is eight fifty five. Eight fifty five, and now we're sitting at. It says. What is that? Fifteen seventy four. Yeah. Jeez Louise, that is almost triple.
1: I mean it. It, it is triple from.
0: So it's triple from January first, nineteen ninety nine, right? And but the five dollar footlong was at least before twenty ten, right? Oh yeah, easily. So in twenty ten, if it was about six dollars, right? <laughs> Hang on, I, I just thought of something really oh, sure, funny. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when? when was the foot long? Fi- uh I can't read what it says anymore. $5? <laughs> Does that say 2008? Oh, yeah, 2008. Man. Is that the guy who I think it is? Oh, I'm so glad we're not... We're I, I hope yeah. it's not the guy. <laughs> it's it's the guy. Yep. Oh, fantastic. So what? So is that 2008? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is the minimum wage of Washington in 2008? Let's see. We are looking at eight oh seven. Eight oh seven. Okay. So now it's fifteen seventy four. We have now. Yeah. So now it's actually a cheaper now, right? I don't know. Or I, I don't... feel like it would just be the same the same value, right? I mean, we could math it. Um. So if wage is while I'm doing this, look up the price of a long. Okay. So, shout out to Subway for this free cloud right now. So, what, what was it? 807? Uh Yeah. Okay. So, five. And let's multiply it by just sales tax or whatever it would be. I'll even be generous and give it 67% like it is now. 535. And then divide it by 807. That's 66%. All right. Everyone remember 66%. So, now we're going to do 1574 divided by 849. 849... And that is, oh, shit, 1574 divided by, wait, no, did I do, oh, wait, no, no, 849 divided by 1574, now it's 53%. So I guess it's not as much of a value, but it's not bad. No, I mean, it's not bad at all. It's about, no, actually, that would mean it's, wait, I'm not good at thinking in relative value, but I'm pretty sure that means it's cheaper. By ten percent. That sounds right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, or fifteen percent rather, or like a thirteen percent. I'm okay with numbers, but when in terms, of, I didn't take statistics, so thinking of invo- uh, thinking value doesn't make sense to me. But I'm pretty sure because it's a lower percentage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is now. No, but it's lower value, because that because if it's if it's how much was it? Uh, eight forty nine. Divided by fifteen seventy four, so that's about fifty three per, uh, per per doll, 53%, uh, 53 cents per dollar. Fifty three percent, fifty three cents, something like that. I don't. Know. I'm saying words. Math is hard. Math is hard. I'm not. I, I didn't <laughs> take statistics, so I I can't really think in relative terms like that. But yeah, it, it's it's not that much different. But I think about like a bubble tea at our store. Used to, when I started working, cost four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Now it costs five ninety one, and that sounds like a lot, but but you worked there think, for let's think about it. Yeah, I worked there for four years. Yeah, it is five ninety one. Minimum wage has gone up like four dollars, and the, your drink is now only ninety two cents more expensive.
1: So let's do some quick math. Yeah, Twenty
0: eighteen. 2018 1150 11. 50. oh it's even yeah about four dollars about four dollars and 24 cents but that's a lot of sense that's a lot of sense that's a lot of loonies so lots of loonies and so toonies. T- yeah it's now your your regular size drink is now 92 cents more. So when you look me in the eyes and say, Why are your drinks so expensive now? <laughs> oh, you're so fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay. There there are situations like that where it's like, okay, that makes sense. It's just a gradual increase as minimum wage goes up and as, you know, inflation starts inflationing. But also, there are those places that have just drastically skyrocketed the prices sure, of things. right, right. Like, you know, Dutch Bros or Starbucks
0: or mm-hmm. like, you know, sorry to... Well, l- it's, it's a sad thing because those are big corporations, right? Right. So that's obviously... This, uh, there's one, inflation, and two, they're going to use inflation as an excuse to raise their profit margin. Right. Even though they can very easily bite any sort of bullet because they're multi-billion dollar companies. Right. And I mean, you know, you bought a bag of coffee beans for, like, let's say $15,
1: mm-hmm. right? And that could make you 20 cups of coffee.
0: Yeah, but you could say that about anything, you know? At that point, you're also paying for labor, and you're paying for the... You're paying for, one, labor, and two, um, the ease of uh, the Ease of obtaining. Ease of obtaining. Right. So there is a lot of prices. So you can't really make that judgment because you can always make something yourself for cheaper. Always. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of the time, you can make something yourself for cheaper. Um. So that argument is a little loose. However, I agree with you, in that yeah, bigger corporations they when they really use inflation as an excuse to bump their prices even higher, mm-hmm. then that's just lame. Right. Like For the example of the bubble tea, our, I don't know how, what kind of math went into it, but technically it's cheaper to buy from our store, um, or I guess my previous store isn't working anymore, but from our store now than it was four years ago, even though the price is higher. So it ends up just being um, number psychology, right? The idea yeah. of four ninety nine versus $5. Yeah. That idea, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds like a lot of money. From four ninety nine to five ninety one. That sounds like a big jump. But it's not. It's not even a dollar. Right. Right. Also RIP to the Taco Bell dollar menu. <laughs> oh, I know, right. Well it's like a dollar twenty nine or something like that, right? Oh yeah. No, no, it's, no. It's yeah. it's totally fine. It's like it's perfect value. If if anything, with that same idea, it's even cheaper now. That's fair. Right? The oh man, I lived off of Taco Bell in the university. I mean, who didn't, right? But everybody, like, if I if Taco Bell was my fast food of choice, because for some reason, out of all, because, you know, it's, it's it, it, at university, lunchtime, everybody, like, all the food courts or, or all the food, fast foods and, and rest, even, not even fast foods, like, slightly above fast food restaurants are conglomerated into one area, right? Mm-hmm. That means fucking chaos. Right, yeah, yeah. And Taco Bell, you would think, and you'd be right, it was always fucking busy. You know, wasn't busy walking inside the building. That was the oh. cheat code. Everybody was in the drive-thru, bumper to bumper, slurking in the parking lot. I just parked and walked inside. <laughs> Ordered on the little touch thingy. And then- Not even. I conversed with the people. Okay. And I said, hey, I'd like two $1 beef burritos. And they're like, say no more, fam. They're like, I got you, BB. I got you, BB. And the greatest thing was it was a great value, and I was always up because all I used to pay for it was tips that I got from work. So the people paid for my lunch. Zach, (laughs) I was never down. (laughs) Stonks. Stonks. Actual stonks. To this day, like, I mean, I don't do it anymore because I work, but my mentality is all my tips go to food. Yeah. So that way, the rest of my wage is just whatever the fuck. So that way, I don't have to worry about it. For the grand piano. For the grand piano. Which, unfortunately, that, 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 I mean, I have the funds, but now that I don't have a job, it makes it more hard to eat into. Yeah. <laughs> but when I do get a job again, then, yeah, that'll be ideal. However, that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, Taco Bell was my food of choice. Oh, one time I had my Your Lion April sh- sweatshirt, and I walked into the Taco Bell, homie goes, that's a nice hoodie. And I'm like, thanks, man. Appreciate that. And this is 2018, right? Mm-hmm. Anime is not popular yet. Demon Slayer has not came out yet, right? So the fact that someone recognized what you're lying in shirt, I was like, oh, you are cool. There's hope. There is hope. It's beginning. <laughs> it's starting. Dude,
1: when I, uh, so I went to this ice cream shop over mm. by the waterfront. Um, can't remember what the place is called, but they they sold like milkshakes and stuff. And oh, the really expensive one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they sell them in glass jars and you get to take the jars home. I guess that makes it more bitter for value. So it was really cool. And I was wearing my Your Lion April shirt, the Steinway and Son shirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was walking up, you know, conversing with the guy, getting my order and all of that kind of stuff. And he was like, Are you a piano player? And I was like, Yeah, why? And he was like, Oh, I just noticed the the logo on your shirt. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from like a an anime that I, I watched and everything like that. And then we started talking about like piano and music and all that kind of stuff. Very cool. And it wasn't like directly correlated to like your line April, mm-hmm. but it's still Steinway and Sons.
0: Yeah. Well, there's that bridge, Zach. There's that connection. That's why music people, classical music people, need to let weebs like classical music. We're going to gatekeep them? Yeah,
1: I was just about to say why are people fucking gatekeeping over the types of media
0: that you can <laughs> enjoy? Uh, that's that's another topic that we talked about at some point. I don't know when we talked about it. I, I, if I if we ever find him recklessly, then that'll be the episode at the end of the video. But that's besides the point. I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking clue. Maybe <laughs> it was <a> your lie in <laughs> episode, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But oh man, I oh I want the the piano people. Oh man, I miss my piano club. So much in university. So we're talking about making friends in university, which is impossible. Yeah. Um. Because oftentimes, honestly, you make, you think you make friends, but it's only friends for the semester. Yeah. Right. It's friends for that class. And then you never associate with each other ever again. Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of do, like one time, like every now and then I'd see them and then we'd just say hi. But like you would, like we were like pretty good friends in like in the class. Mm-hmm. Like we were we were ha- taking like ta- taking the shit, you know, having having fun and and sometimes disrupting class. You know, we were having a great time. Mm-hmm. After semester, we're strangers. That's so fucking weird. It's so bizarre. And that also taught me to that that, that also made me more comfortable to be that person to reach out, like in the beginning, mm-hmm. because I know even if we don't become friends along the line, or if, like let's say we don't become friends along the line, I don't have to worry about embarrassing myself. Yeah, cuz who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Nobody cares. Right. right? Um but the only the one standalone friends that I was able to keep um at least throughout I mean we don't talk too much anymore, but that's more because we're done with college, but throughout from beginning of college to the, whenever I dropped out was the unofficial piano club. That's such a cool story. It's a great story. Like I we just we're just a bunch of homies that just play we we like music, and then we just got the opportunity to play a grand piano whenever we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as there was no class in that lecture hall. So there was a there's a Yamaha baby grand inside a lecture hall that exists. So in between classes, we would just go there and sometimes and then you know it was just like whoever wanted to play, whoever got their first played, and we would, you know, after a while, whenever we go to their next class, we would just take turns and whatever, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Or if if we were both in between, or we we're all in between classes, we would just go in and while one person is you know, playing the piano or whatever. Everyone else just sits and ch- just talks or works on homework or whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just such a great vibe. And we weren't an official club, but we kept we saw each other like basically every day, so we may as well have been a club. Yeah. Um, we just didn't want to go through the logistics of that. <laughs> but it was great. And oh man, for some, I I mean, I was you know, it, it was the, the 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 variety of music that was played was so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like some people will be playing classical music, some people will be playing pop music, um, some people will be playing like mu- uh, movie scores or uh, uh, Disney soundtracks. That's so cool. And then I would, and you know, me, me, I'd be playing anime music. It was just a big variety, and everybody was just so excited to hear. And it wasn't ever just like, you know, classical guy shitting on pop music or anime music. It was like me playing my anime music, and then classical guy. Shout out Daniel. He was just like, "Oh, that's a good piece. That sounded great." You know what was that? Oh, I was from an anime, you know. And then we chit chat. You know, it was great. Yeah. It was it was such a oh man, it was so pleasant. I just I miss that idea because it's been a while since I've had. It's the closest thing to a jam session I've had in, um, in a while because before I'd have it with my music tutor, but bef- otherwise I never really had just that. And you know, but what was also fun was just having an audience, just a mini tiny audience every time. Yeah. And you'd play your pieces or whatever, and then you would get a little bit of feedback. You'd be Like nice, and then that was it. You know. Yeah, I
1: think my favorite part about that was you telling me about how the piano got locked.
0: Yeah, the piano got locked because they're such assholes. I mean, I know why, right? For vandalism reasons or whatever, right? Right. I understand, but who the fuck vandalizes a piano? Assholes. In the corner, in a lecture hall. You have to go out of your way to do that. You would have to know where it is, first of all. You'd have to know where it is and go to it. Sometimes the door is locked. You gotta ask the janitor. It's like why why and and for what reason do you have to vandalize a go vandalize a wall? I don't fucking know or or kick a trash can down. For what the why like a piano, really? That's so specific, you yeah. know? That's way too specific. Like if it was in a like a like a street or whatever, like street pianos? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, don't do it, but it makes sense why it would be vandalized. Yeah. This is inside a lecture hall. Right. And you to get into it, you have to go through a hallway with cameras. Right. What are you gonna? You're not gonna. You're not gonna vandalize this. This this is this is this is vandalized bait at that point. Mm-hmm. Where if you do vandalize, or, or like, it, or if you are a vandalizer, that that's like don't vandalize it. It's literally right in front of a camera, like right. multiple cameras. <laughs> or if even well, there was two entrances. You can go through the hallway, or there's also an outdoor or like an outdoor door, mm-hmm. or a door to the outside. But you have to go through the center of the school to go into the door, the outdoor door. So it's like you're you're being seen. Like it's yeah. <laughs> not only have to go like through the center, but you walk past the cafeteria, right? Which S- is chaos. Which is so it's like you're going to be seen. You're going to be number one suspect if as soon as you walk out this public area, there is there's, there is the the piano is noted is is pu- is, uh, is noted to be trashed. So fuck whoever locked the piano, and you have the way you unlock it. Is you go to human resources and ask for the key which is which is right next door which is fine mm-hmm. but sometimes it's locked because they have a meeting right and by sometimes i mean like all the time <laughs> so what is a couple p- piano people to do well the good thing is that and this is not advice um because i can't condone this but in gen- i mean this is seems like a general fact which i didn't know but it makes sense why the locking key is universal mm-hmm. in general so just you i went on ebay and i found it and just said Yamaha Grand Piano key, and I'm like, surely not. But, but I, I referenced it right because I looked at because they, you know, we had a key,
2: mm-hmm. like a,
0: the official key for it. And I look at the key on eBay. i was like, this is the same thing. Well, I didn't have it yet, but I was like, this is the same thing on this. Okay, let's go for it. It's like thirty bucks, really expensive, but anything, right? <laughs> I'm curious to see if it ever got found. I would love to know if it's still yeah, in your need, hiding spot. I need to go back. I wonder if they'll let me go back. Um. Oh man, that'd be a fun trip. Just to go to the. I mean, just go there, and I'm pretty sure we don't need to be students to go in there. Um. I mean, we wouldn't be able to park. Um. Right. We would have to park outside of the school or do meter parking, which is a ripoff. But I mean, if it's just for a day, it's not that bad. Um. But yeah, we would just go there and just kind of see if it's if. If the key is still there. And I'm and, and I'm I'm never going to tell where it is. Uh, you, you know, the... I, I I hid the key. I don't know if I said that. I hid the key somewhere in that lecture hall. Somewhere. See,
1: I never went to that school. Mm-hmm. And so it would definitely be interesting to see...
0: If you could find it? Well, not only if yeah. I could find it, but like... I'll go in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun. Just a day trip to a university campus. In general, university campuses are public. You know, I never really think about it like that. You know what I mean? They're pub- yeah. They're not like a high school or middle school. You could just, it, you just go in. It's not like there's a security. Well, I mean, there's security guards obviously, but it's not like there's someone holding you at the door. The only thing would be like during the height of COVID, like you have to go in and you have to show your ID and your and your um your COVID card or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's how that went down. Cause I was asking my friend um, and she's also still going to cl- class there. And I was asked, Hey, I technically had dropped out, but can I still go there? And she's like, I'm pretty sure you can, as long as you show your COVID card. And, and I think your ID, um, I don't remember. So that may be different now, but before, mm-hmm. before COVID, like I would never got stopped. I just walked in like I, this sounds really bad and I don't know if I should condone this behavior, but there is nothing technically stopping you from walking inside a classroom that's going on and just sitting during the lectures. Do you want to know who was talking about that? Michael Reeves. Yes, this is exactly what I why I brought it up because yeah, he yeah, said yeah. that. and I'm like, yeah, in a big lecture hall. Technically, that's true. Like in a classroom, that would not fly, obviously. Oh no, 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 no. But no. in a big lecture hall, you could. There is nothing stopping you from just walking in, picking an inconspicuous seat, like maybe by someone, mm-hmm. and not. It's one of those things where it's like plain uh, hidden in planes. Or no, I guess I guess not. You would blend in, right? Like you yeah. wouldn't pick the corner seat by yourself. That'd be too obvious. Like I have never seen this person in my life, but there, uh, like you, you could just you technically could, yeah. Um, I mean, you wouldn't be able to get direct help, and you wouldn't get any of the you know like worksheets or, or anything like that, right? So, but, mm-hmm. but but like you could sit in a lecture hall. But the only reason why I bring that up is that's just how public a university is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I can just go there, and if I really wanted to, just play the piano. That being said, I mean. Does that mean that we can't just go to the high school and do that? Because you said, but but then you have to uncoffin the gram or whatever.
1: Yeah the the grand piano at Prairie is in a giant coffin.
0: Right. So if we wanted to play a grand piano, I mean maybe I guess you go to your church or whatever. But um, oh yeah, that's true. There's a grand piano over there. But would they just let you go in and play it?
1: I mean Jackson and I have. Gone and played on the stage there. Just
0: jammed for a while. So I don't think it would be a problem. Mm. Yeah, but a part of me does want to go there to WSU just for old time's sakes and just just kind of vibe out. Bro, take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, let's have a day trip to WSU. And then we get stopped and yelled at or whatever. But the only thing is I've never parked outside of the parking lot. So like a lot of people, they would park in the neighborhood. Again, like I said, but for a university, that's a really far away um, because this campus is like its own property and it goes in the, the building itself is more within inside the property mm-hmm. so it's a lo- it'd be it's a long walk from the neighborhood to the campus but i mean some people did that because they have to you know because parking is uh, is a ripoff yeah that's spent several hundred dollars just to park close that's fucked that's fucked it's predatory um you already you come on like <laughs> you're already sucking up thousands of dollars from us why do you have to make us do this yeah that's <laughs> at least fucked. make it part of the loan so that way you don't have to stomach it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to stomach the fact of paying like 100 plus hundred plus dollars up front. It's just like, it's just part of your loans. Because you're already going to fucking die anyway. So it's probably like 2% of your loan. <laughs> you're like, I'm already going to die with a shit ton of debt. Yeah, like, I'm already in debt anyway. Just make that part of it so I don't have to pay up front. You know? Yeah. See, It's a psychology thing. You're still paying it, but it's not up front. See,
1: if you're going to saw my arm off, at least put
0: on like a tourniquet, you know? Yes. So I, that's that's one thing. I feel like that... That's that sounds like it's self-explanatory. Like if the school is already sucking those monies, uh, the, those monies the, that 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 value out of you, yeah, you may as well just make that parking included. The only reason why you wouldn't is so that like everybody would get it, so every it would be like first come first serve parking. But yeah, but uh, it's still shitty. But you have to. I'm pretty sure because the, the parking in WSU, uh, for from, from my understanding, is on color. So there's green parking or no orange orange parking i think is the closest then green then red then gray makes no sense by the way but whatever um and obviously you have to pay more to go to those higher to the to the better parkings for orange and for green right Mm -hmm. um and i'm i think gray was free i can't remember but it was a long walk oh yeah um but i'm pretty sure gray was free i cannot remember Uh, But in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't it wasn't that long because the campus itself was pretty close. Yeah. So as long as you're it it was about the, the same walking distance as maybe if you were going to park somewhere in the corner of Clark and you had and you had a class in the middle of Clark.
1: That's fair. Yeah. The the whole parking situation at Clark was super weird. I don't think there was priority parking, was there? No, yeah, it was, wasn't. It was just first come first serve, right. which made it super fucking chaotic because yes. everyone's coming and going. Yeah,
0: which makes so that's the that's indicate a uh, indication of like good um, honor system. But at that point, then you should just have like, hey, w- like it'll go to your debt, but let them let you know this is going to be a hundred dollars. So now you have that psychological stomaching of I'm going to pay hundred dollars for this, right? Yeah, but I'm not putting my credit card information in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just going to be part of my debt. But that that just be a fact that you know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, don't tell them. Right. So now you have the, like, if you know and that's okay, then that's fine. Or if you know and that's not okay, then don't do it, right? Right. So there'd be more people taking that parking, which would be lame, but it would, it would still allow for easier an easier way to stomach the idea of paying more for parking. That's all. Um, but it's still expensive and it's still predatory and parking should, I don't know. There should be a better system. Again, I don't know what that system would be. Maybe like a parking garage or a structure. So yeah, that way you, in, you know, you, in, uh, you, like you talk about um, how, what is the third dimension? It's air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's elevation, right? Mm-hmm. There's left and, like, one direction, uh, one dimension is left, is forward and back. One direction. <laughs> one direction. Baby, you left. La- you know, I actually like one direction back then. I don't know. I was kind of impartial to it because it was kind of like "Eh." it was stereotypical boy band, but it's fun. Like I like Justin Bieber too, you know. Yeah. Anyways, like (laughs) there's front and back, which is the first dimension. Right. There's left and right, which is the second dimension. Mm. And then the third dimension. Well, I guess it would be the in between, but just elevation. Yeah. So how do you make more space? Well, just create a parking structure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I think one of the places that does it right is um, Legacy, the hospital. Mm. um because they have two parking garages both of them are free is that salmon creek or no no that's that's the kaiser right salmon creek oh legacy is okay salmon creek okay um but yeah they they have like multiple parking garages and like multiple structures for you to be able to park and it's free mm-hmm. the only problem is is that if you do that at a college then they're probably going to end up doing the same shit that they've been doing with every other parking spot where it's like, oh, you have to give us, you know, $250 in your right pinky toe to be able to go and park your fucking car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure that they would inflate that price, too.
0: Yeah, but if there is more, then I would think that the overall price of parking would go down. Oh, I'm sure it would. Maybe. At least down a little bit. Because now there is a more... Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know... money politics i don't i don't i think it's not fair Uh, i think it's not fair to to squeeze that much money out of high uh, out of uh college students that are already in debt but that's another topic for another time but yeah i'd love to visit wsu campus and just fuck around just have a day there maybe eat at the cafeteria or whatever just fuck around dude so i went to i'm pretty sure i told you about
1: this i went to clark college Mm -hmm. for the uh, clark college jazz festival Mm -hmm. and um I just went there to watch because Prairie was performing there. And then also um, Jackson was working at the event Mm -hmm. um, for the music shop he works at. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw like my old, well, obviously I saw the high school band director and then I saw the college jazz band director and i feel like i talked about this before but it was really interesting just seeing how packed it was in in the auditorium just like seeing how many people were there Mm -hmm. and i leaned over to jackson and i was like hey dude was there this many people here when we were playing and he was Mm -hmm. like yeah probably i was like oh shit like (laughs) this is pretty gnarly like you know there are easily a couple hundred people there Mm -hmm. and you know they're there were at least a couple hundred seats. And Mm -hmm. then there were people basically crowded around both of the entrances into the auditorium. Mm -hmm. And so it was really cool. And to think that, you know, I played at that festival for, God, like 10 years or Mm -hmm. something like that from like 2011 or uh, 2010 to 2020, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But it it was just super cool. And like, you know, meeting or like seeing people who, were playing at Clark, who I knew and like all of that kind of stuff. It was Mm -hmm. really, really fascinating. Um, And just being at Clark was weird because I had not been there since, you know, I was going to school there. Mm -hmm. And so it was definitely super interesting. But I I definitely would be down to go back and and just kind of like see what's up. Was there ever a public piano at Clark? No, Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I I do know that there were pianos in the practice rooms in sure, in, in sure. like the the music building, but um,
0: I don't know if there, there was. Any... Let you in, right? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I, you. I mean, like, not 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 you, but like just people. I'm sure they would. Oh, okay, and
1: and I mean, uh, the the band director is the same from when I was going there, right?
0: And so. I'm sure if I was just like, hey, yo,
1: how's it going? bop a boopy He
0: would be like, all right, come in. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only problem with the grand piano for ours was if there was, you know, a class in that lecture hall, then you couldn't go in. Right, yeah, yeah. So that was lame, and there wasn't really any way for me. I, I guess I could have noted down when that cla- when those classes were, but I didn't. couldn't be asked, you know? Yeah. Because that would change every semester, so it would be no point. But yeah, it was just... wait patiently and it's interesting because i would just i would spend so much time there like i would in times where some people would just go back home i would just stay there and just play the piano
1: oh dude i would do the same thing like in the practice rooms Mm -hmm. you know it would it would
0: so blow off the steam of college oh my goodness
1: yeah and i mean what's really funny is that I would just hang out in the music building mm-hmm. just because, I mean, for one, that's where like all my homies were, mm-hmm. all the people who I was actually close with were like in the music program mm-hmm. um, doing like a music degree or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, And also they were in the jazz band, a mm-hmm. lot of them. Yeah. Um, And I mean, you know, I did feel kind of bad because uh, one of the guys who um, spent a lot of time there was the other barry sax player who was auditioning for the jazz band that that semester that i was playing with them mm-hmm. um and so i saw him a lot and he was just like oh how's it going in the jazz band and i'm like oh it's going really good and he's like oh cool and then you know he looked at me with those eyes like i fucking hate you like god damn it why couldn't it been me uh
2: <laughs> oh the internal politics <laughs> oh dude it was
1: it was really funny um and I felt really bad because he was a really good player. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, there was that side of me that was like, I shouldn't be here. But I mean, whatever.
2: <laughs> well, what are you going to do?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it now, is. I will say that is the thing I miss about college the most. I, I, this may be different for you, but for me in high school, I mean, I did do extracurricular because I had to track, but nothing. Mm-hmm. I want the, the, for high school, for during high school, The I never wanted to stay. I want to go there and leave. That's fair. In college, like that freedom of just like, oh, I mean, I have some time between class. Just walk around or hang out at a class or hang out with a teacher or go to the cafeteria, hang out, see who's there. Maybe there's someone I know. And you just stay on campus. That idea of staying on campus and campus life in WSUV, Vancouver, the satellite campus near us, not WSU in Pullman. Mm-hmm. um, The campus life here, like it didn't really exist because there's no dorm life or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But there was just something, even at Clark, there's just something about just staying on campus and hanging out. Just chilling. Just yeah. chilling. Like there's, there, I loved that a lot. And I miss that. That was the only reason why I stayed at WSU. As soon as we went to Zoom, oh, I had no motivation at all. No reason for me to be in these classes. What's interesting is that I kind of had
1: a lot more of a motivation to stay on campus when I was at Prairie. Um, when I was in high school, because the the extracurricular activities that I was a part of would kind of vary on how long I would be there. Right. So, like, let's say there was a basketball game that night. Sure, you know, and we had practice, like, um, like the pep band practice after school till like you know three thirty maybe, mm-hmm. and the basketball games at six. Um, you know, I would probably just walk or drive over to Winco, pick up some food, and just hang out in the commons right, until right. the basketball game started. Because that was just kind of like, you know, what I did. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times I would be staying at school just so that I didn't have to go home. Because I was just like, mm, right. there's
0: nothing to do at home. Well, let me ask you this, Zach. Let me riddle you this. Riddle me that. It's a half day. Okay. And you have no obligation to stay anymore you don't have band practice or something Mm -hmm. are you staying in school probably not probably not i see your point exactly yeah you're gone i don't need to i don't want to be here for me call call, uh, in in high school that's how it was in college if i'm i have one class that day it's in the morning and i'm and i stay there until like like 3 4 p.m just to stay there yeah that's it it's play piano, talk with some friends that are still there, eat there. I'm just there.
1: I mean, there were there were many occasions where I would just kind of hang out at the high school just because. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was... It kind of had to come to a bitter end because, I mean, you know, I was really close with both the, brand, the band director, the choir director, the right. drama teacher, all of that kind of stuff. And so I wouldn't say that I got special privileges, but I... You know, they they kind of understood that I am not going to pull any weird shenanigans, other mm-hmm. than the time that I flipped a bottle onto a speaker that was fifteen feet off the ground, and then they found out about it years after I graduated. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> um, that was harmless.
0: Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> the worst things, right? And um, you got to build that trust. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. The janitor that all that that I was talking about at the lecture hall, I would just ask. Like, this is like late into the night. Like, this is literally me doing night classes. Mm-hmm. And the doors are all the doors are locked or whatever. And I see the janitor, and I'm like, "Hey, can you just unlock this door?" And he be and he then and, and we don't really know each other, know each other, but he knows that I play the piano all the time, and he just knows that I'm not going to do anything, right? Other than play the piano. He's like, "Yeah, go ahead." So and then he locks the door and lets me play the piano. You know, it's that trust that you got to build. That's really tough, but it's a it's it's a trust that you can do, and it's like a trust like you like uh someone would trust me. Like, for an edit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not deadlines, but, <laughs> um, but, uh, like, you're going to do a good job in the edit. Yeah. I'm not going to freak out, you know? And I'm like, yeah, thank you, you know? It's that trust where it's like, ah, you know, you're not going to vandalize piano. You're not mm-hmm. going to vandalize the band room. Well, go ahead. But there are some people that will, that I know probably will. And is that, um, is that based off of assumption? Maybe. But it's not, it's assumptions that aren't baseless, Right. So you know, it, it's it's a fair t- thing to make when you have the, a responsibility of letting people inside a room with expensive equipment. Right. You know. So your those assumptions are 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 uh, validated.
1: Yeah. I uh, it it's really interesting talking about it with people who have made similar connections in in other facets, like at different schools, all of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. because it all kind of applies to the same overarching idea of like. You know, if you are respectful and and are respectful of people's time and, Mm. you know, courteous to other people, like, hey, or like, you know, if the band director was leaving early that day and I wanted to go in and play the piano or do whatever, he would just be like, hey, I'm taking off. I got to lock up. And I'm just Mm. like, okay, whatever. That's fine. But on the days where I would be there till, you know, four or five o'clock at night and, the janitor at prairie actually i got i got into cahoots with him Mm -hmm. um and he would unlock the the band room door for me he would unlock like a whole bunch of different stuff just so that i could sit and play piano or Mm -hmm. you know practice stuff for for the bands Mm -hmm. or whatnot um you know that was really really cool and i'm really grateful for for the types of connections i was able to make with those people Mm -hmm. um and you know, it's all about making meaningful connections and all those types of things. And it really honestly, it really goes to show how much being nice to someone can be beneficial for both parties involved. <laughs>
0: Crazy how that works, Zach. That's so that's So you fucking be love. a nice person and then they be a nice person back and you both benefit. Yeah, I mean, my oldest brother, he he is a
1: man with a million connections. Like he um he was the guy who got us into uh, Club 33. Bryce, uh, uh, right? Yeah, Bryce. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, he, he knows the guy who built his in-ground pool. He got it for a deal. Mm. You know, he has all of these different connections with all these different mm. people just because he's a good dude. Like, he's a nice <laughs> guy. And that's it. Like, literally, all he does is, like... You know, if you get me this time, I got you for whatever you need later mm. on. You know, like, that that's the kind of dynamic yeah. that he has. And he's been able to take that and just fucking run with it. Yeah,
0: well, favors go a long way. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, it, exchanging Monopoly money doesn't do anything for a lot of people, you know? Right. So it, it, you know, favors just you know scratching each other's itch. That goes farther than anywhere else. That's why, like, I don't know, the, the idea of getting discounts uh, from people that you know, or 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 like um, barter culture. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. the right word I'm using? like bar uh bartering, haggling, haggle culture, sorry. Oh yeah yeah, okay. okay. Um where you could like if if you're confident in and you know the area, you know the people, it's more just like it's not that I'm making a transaction, we're just having a conversation mm-hmm. and we're figuring it out like oh, I'll do this for I'll I'll throw in this meat for this or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like and and that is not necessarily the idea of ha- uh, of haggling is not necessarily you bringing down the, the cost, but rather you know you're being you're you're having a conversation and they trust you as you go and they like, ah, sure I'll do it for this you know right that idea so yeah the the f- f- human interaction is is is, is in, invaluable mm-hmm. to like monopoly the monopoly money or or digits on your on your phone you know right it's invaluable. Yeah, and there's
1: something to be said about you using your social strengths and like your um, the the strengths in your character of like interacting with people and being approachable and being mm-hmm. personable and relatable. You know that can really take you a lot further than you would initially expect.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, even if you're not that sociable, if you're uh, if you like, like there's some people that I know frequent the store that I've that that I worked at, the bubble tea store I worked at that aren't the most sociable, but they come all the time mm-hmm. and they're more quieter and they're more reserved. And sometimes I'll just throw in the discount. Yeah, because they're not like overly social, but they're nice, you know, and they're polite. Mm-hmm. And I can't say that for the majority of the customers I work with. You know, and it's like, you, hey, you know, I mean, I won't say anything, but I'll just, I'll just slide a discount or whatever. I don't know, just every now and then. Thing, it's just, it, it's human decency. Yeah. And that's the that's the saddest thing I can say, but human decency is the bare minimum of good human interaction. <laughs> you
1: know, it's so it's so fascinating because it sounds like such a no brainer, but it's really not. And I thought it was so cool that every time I would see you at the bubble tea place, you'd be like, hey, yo, I got you. I'll ring you up. And then you just throw a discount in there. And I'm like, oh, Mm yeah, I got like, thanks, BB. Um, But like, you know, it's not like I'm asking you for it. You know, like I if if it was like, hey, yo, Arthur, let me get that discount, BB, then I would expect you to be like, I would look you in the face and say no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would expect, you know, and the people who are asking for you or asking for special treatment. Are usually the people who don't deserve it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and that that's just like how it works. That's how the world works. Like the the people who are willing to just kind of be like, okay, you know, I'll pay full price for this bubble tea, like you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't really care. And anytime I went through the line and and you weren't there, I was just like, man, whatever, fuck it, I don't really care. And it was it was just like it it was fine. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you'd tell me what the price is, and I'd be like, oh.
0: <laughs> thanks buddy there's some things where it's like you know if, if someone if someone comes up right and I'm not working there and they tell someone who is the, the cashier or whatever who's worked there oh I know Arthur mm-hmm. that is for me in this scenario is not okay but let's say for example I go into a shoe store or something I don't I don't do shoes but I, I'm using this as an example because I've, i' my uncle told me about this because he knows someone who runs a shoe store in the mall. And they're like, oh, you know, if you ever go there, tell them, you know, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And that would get me the hookup. So it's different scenarios, different stores, different relationships, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but I guess maybe that depends because maybe it's based off of a relationship that you have with that person. Because if I know, maybe it's like uh, a family member and they say, oh, I am so-and-so's daughter. you am like, oh, that's cool. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, then, yeah, I'll, I'll throw it in, whatever. But if like oh, I know, I know, you know, I think that's a problem. I know this person. Like, how do you, how do I know that you know this person? If you tell me you're so-and-so's, like, by, my, my aunt's daughter, I, I mean, you know, first of all, you had to find that name. Yeah. And then second of all, okay, cool. Now what? We're family. Yeah. But if it's like, oh, I know one of the workers. Like, cool. So do I. <laughs> I know a lot of them, that's crazy <laughs> So, I, I don't know it, It's definitely, it's one of those judgment things We have to make that judgment But but that also comes with the human interaction thing Where you interact with this human being for a bit And you're like, okay, I can trust this person mm-hmm. And you have that small window to do so right. But you can do it, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain But when you work with a lot of people You can figure it out Yeah, and I mean, in in the
1: the Bubble tea example One of the things that I would do Pretty much every time I was at the mall, because I was never at the mall, I would kind of walk by the bubble tea place and see if we were working there. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I would hop in line and be like, hey, yo, is Arthur working today? Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, oh, no. And I'm like, I bet I'll get such and such with such and such. And they're like, okay, cool. And then I would, you know, Mm -hmm. transaction the transaction, and then I would be on my merry way. Mm -hmm. Just because it's like, you know, I'm not going to deny this place service just because one of my homies isn't working there. Right at that time
0: oh yeah i've, I've there's been people like oh hey does is this person working and i'm like oh no not today I'm like oh okay cool and they start ordering and that's cool and i don't give them the discount and that's fine mm-hmm. because in general i'm not supposed to do that anyways so <laughs> <You know? laughs> right like it's like okay yeah whatever like i imagine that uh, uh the, the, the remember that that's <laughs> so fucking stupid uh hannah montana yeah there was like this one episode i think it was like the first episode where she gets a job at some smoothie place and they're like, you and then she just gives everybody free smoothies or something. I and don't then, remember that episode, but it was like one of the first episodes. It was the same episode where she was in love with a uh, high school musical guy and she was nervous. So and this is Miley Cyrus, and she tells him that uh putting ketchup on your hand makes your hand smoother. I don't, know, I don't know why I remember this, but I just thought it was... Oh, God, I do, too. Oh, you do? Okay, see? Yeah. What the fuck? And then they were putting ketchup on their hands, and they were rubbing it, and they're like, oh, it is kind of smoother. I don't know. It was really silly, but I am pretty sure it was the same episode where she was just handing out free smoothies because she got a job at the smoothie place, and she was told that she can give a free smoothie away, and she misinterpreted that as as many as you want, rather than just one. So, mm. you know, I, I, I keep that to heart for no reason. I just think of, I think about that a lot whenever I, I hand I give away discounts. <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> Hannah Montana. Get the best of both worlds, you know. And I think about that every single time. And I make sure: am I doing the right thing? That's fair. That's, uh, <laughs> am I pulling a Miley Cyrus right now? Am I going too far? That's all I think about. Am I? Am I giving Miley Cyrus dictates my life. My 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 customer my customer service skills is dictated by Miley Cyrus <laughs> in two thousand and seven. Wait. Y- we weren't in customer service in 2000. Anyways. No. In 2007, I recall to that moment in 2007, oh, okay. and that dictates how my customer service goes in present day. That's so fucking funny.
1: Yeah. I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Montana. Hannah yeah. Montana. Man, I miss playing that grand piano. Yeah, we should definitely have a day where we just go, it's kind of vibe out. I think it would be really funny
1: if we tried to go to both of the colleges that we went to, like... Mm. Try to go to Clark
0: and then try to go to WSU. We could, because I mean, Clark free parking, WSU not free parking. So WSU is not an all day trip. <laughs> Fair enough, you know. <laughs> yeah, because what is like a it's like a dollar, not a dollar. It's like probably like a quarter per, or something. I don't know. You had to spend a lot of money. They really get you. They're like that'll be your
2: parking
1: sucks. That'll be two dollars an hour. It's like, bro, I'm gonna spend
0: even, bro. You know, it's probably like two hours an hour, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> be here for it. fucking ten hours, yes. assholes. There's been some times where I just like, I have a class and I don't have the orange, which is the best best parking, mm-hmm. right? And I'm all I'm near late for a class and I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, I'm just gonna pay for like thirty minutes of this meter and then go and then run the fuck back and see if I get ticketed. Never got ticketed. But the reason is no more just because you don't really—I I don't know if it works on a sensor basis, probably not. But it like it works on like uh, people making rounds, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a like a—I guess not security guard, but we'll just say security guard for this. It's Just someone working mm-hmm. that makes the rounds and verifies that people have the right parking sticker and the, so they're in the right color coordination, and, you know, the meters or whatever at that, right? Mm. So if you can somehow game the system where you find out where, when they're not making their rounds, you could probably park for free. That being said, the rounds are probably inconsistent, so it'd be a really oh, yeah. tough game to play. But if you can fi- if you can somehow crack that game, you can probably park there for free. Bro,
1: hidden hidden in plain sight. It's like going to a university and fucking sitting in for a class that you didn't pay for.
0: Exactly. You they'll never know. The world may never know. And I don't I don't even feel bad doing it because it's predatory. Yeah. Parking. Fuck you. Yeah, so. You just got ten grand out of me. Yeah. Fuck you. They probably make so much money on parking. Oh, my goodness. If there's like a like hundred people in one parking... No, not even. But I'm going to say a hundred people in one parking color, like orange or whatever, mm. and it costs like $200 per semester. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Like, are you kidding me? Per sem- and it's not even hundred. It's multiple hundred dollars. Multiple hundred people. That's fucked. Like, that's so fucked. You're already sapping so much money out of us. Why do you have to pay that much more for parking? If anything, here make a, you keep the keep the pricing ladder, but make the top tier like fifty dollars, then thirty dollars. So that way, the thirty dollars the fifty dollars It's still a jump. Yeah. To get the close the much closer parking, like just one tier up. But like, let's say best fifty dollars, thirty dollars, twenty dollars, ten dollars. I think that would be fine i mean and also they would be making a ton of money too mm-hmm. so the 50 dollar one like it's it's a 20 dollar jump from 30 to 50 which is more than the other ones mm-hmm. right but that makes the incentive of 30 is going to be the baseline for most people mm-hmm. and then if you want to go downwards depending on how much you care to walk you can do that but if you have that extra 20 then you can park really close to campus right so it's like you know it's for the people who want to otherwise the 30 dollar parking is fine the
1: twenty dollar parking is
0: fine. The twenty dollar, the thirty dollar is fine. And if you just if you were, hey, I got that twenty this time around, then you can do that. <laughs> Splurge a little. Yes, exactly. And this is not that bad. Because you're already giving them thousands of dollars anyways. What's twenty dollars? <laughs> because if you're paying thousands of dollars, a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars is still a good percentage of that. Oh yeah. So it's like fuck. Fuck, man. I don't want to do this anymore. Do it so just make it like it's so that way the pricing structure still exists, but it's cheaper, and 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 it would incline more people to pay for the higher uh, the higher um, prices rather than the lower prices. Right. So it's a win win for both people or for all for all parties. People, the uh, most more people pay for the for better parking for so for the higher tiers, Mm -hmm. and the and it's not that and it's not too much to pay for the higher tiers. So in the long run, it they still probably break even. And I'm sure that they would get- Or, or make the same amount on you, rather. Yeah. Because and more people are paying for the higher uh, higher prices. Right. And I'm
1: sure that it would encourage more people to get those parking passes as well. Mm-hmm. Because it's more attainable mm-hmm. for everybody. And for the people who don't want to walk two miles to get to their fucking class mm-hmm. for their one class that they have that day, it's like, Jesus,
0: man. It's not good. But I don't know. In retrospect, I keep thinking about it. I'm like, the parking wasn't that bad at WSU. Like, if you got the red parking, which was, I think, the third, mm-hmm. thir- three or four, it still wasn't that bad. Like, I got red parking, like, every time. And I bought green parking, and then I bought orange parking. And I, deci- I deduced that the green was the best value, but red wasn't that bad. You, God, walk, dude. you had to at least get there, like, maybe five minutes earlier. Dude... Finding parking at Clark was such a shit show. Yeah, no, it was just not great. Like, like luckily, because I had morning classes, um, the parking... No, actually, no. I don't know. It, it's it's tough. I want to say it's bad. I, I think it's just bad all day around until you get, like, to later days, or yeah. to, to later into the day. No, it's not great. I, I, I do wish there was some better way, but I, mean, but that, I guess it depends on where you are because, um, like, the dental area, for example, like that corner, it's, like, always open. Mm-hmm. And there's one area, like, closer to that, in like the main area, but closer to that corner of the dental. I don't know how how to else well explain it, but I mean I think they're color coordinated as well, but I forget. It's also always empty, so it's like you know if you have classes there, then nice, you know. Nice. When there was one I think it was a science building or whatever, and that shit was always parked or always packed, mm-hmm. which is very really sad. So I guess it depends. Yeah. Very very interesting to think about, and I mean,
1: you know it. It all just kind of depends upon uh, what you have going on. Like, what you're going to school for can drastically change, like, where you park, where, you know, what your route is through Mm -hmm. the school and everything like that. Um, Because I spent
0: most of my day in, like, the music hall. Right. Well, if you, like, for example, had all-day classes, Mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't feel that bad to park further away. Because you're going to spend most of your time in the campus anyways. Yeah. You know? So... But if you only have like one class that day if you have to park really far you're oh, that's a bummer that's just that sucks mm-hmm. you know like I gotta walk really far, sit down in a classroom for an hour and then walk really far again you know that's lame yeah but if you're all day that's not too bad I yeah park in I, like the- it's
1: kind of like it's a it's a it's a bell curve there's like yeah is that right
0: Bell curve bell curve I mean, I know what you're talking about. I don't know if bell curve. I, I use the word bell curve a lot to explain things that aren't really a bell curve, but it feels right to say bell curve. It, it It's close enough. I don't know. My, <laughs> dude, <laughs> my brain is kind of melting. That doesn't make any sense, but it kind of, <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. It's with that thing where I say I use a really, really big word, but it doesn't it doesn't fit, but it makes sense within the context. Like you can imagine what that word is supposed to mean preponderance. Mm Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Subjugation (laughs) My brain is silly putty bro (laughs) My brain is silly putty too I've been working on this edit I launched it Oh god I've been just working on it All the way until Literally I'm going to I finished it yesterday Or last night Which was this morning Okay and I quote unquote finish it. And by that, I mean, this is the final render. I'm not going. This is the first render. or This, this is the first final render. I'm not going back to fix anything. Whatever we get is what we get because I don't have any time to fix anything. So this is what we get. And I'm and I'm, I'm leaving to go off, <laughs> out of country. So we're not getting anything else. Is it rendered right now? Is that Yeah, it's rendered. I, I upload. Yeah, it's on the computer for there. When you walked in, it was rendering overnight. Nice. That's mm-hmm. exciting, dude.
1: I'm I'm really excited to to hear the stories about your trip to the Philippines.
0: Yeah, I hope it I mean it will be interesting. I mean, we got a night we got a fucking itinerary. You know? Oh, dude, that's the way to do it. I mean,
1: like a a loose itinerary where you have like something small to do on each mm-hmm. day, but
0: then the rest of the day, it's like the world is your oyster. Yeah. you can do whatever the fuck. There should be a goal because if there's a day like, okay, find something to do. Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just have something to do so we can branch off. You know, bro, I'm in a different fucking country. I How have do you? No, cl- I have one thing. Wa- two things I wanted. I know I want to do there. One is visit my friend in the Philippines Nathan. Shout out Nathan. Um, and two. Go to a keyboard store or something like that. Do they have a
1: bunch of keyboard stores in the Philippines?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's it's like a. I'm pretty sure like there's a lot of. I I I think so. It's more of a Singapore thing, I think. Um, but I want to say that there are. I know I know for a fact the keyboard game is bigger over there in in, oh, uh, sure in Southeastern Asian uh, uh, Asia. So I want to say that there is probably physical keyboard stores. I want to say. Um, even if it's not that big, I want to say that exists. So I'd like to go there and see what's up. Maybe build a keyboard. That'd be fun. Dude, that would be really cool. Build a keyboard in the Philippines. Oh, that'd be so fun. That could be cool. Imagine the types of keycaps so you could get over there. Yeah. I mean, they'd probably be clones, but I mean, I think they may be GMK sets. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to spend a lot of money. Oh, right, right, right. You know, that'd be a bad idea. (laughs) But in general, like, it'd be just cool to have a keyboard, uh, Oh, I don't know. Actually, maybe it would be fun to spend a lot of money. So i are spending a lot of money, anyways. So. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, a couple more. What's a couple more? <laughs> or rather, I'm going there, and a lot of my expenses are being paid for. Yeah, you know. So since I'm there already, and a lot of the expensive stuff is being paid for, then what's spending? What's 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 you know splurging a little bit? Because I don't know if you knew this, Zach, but the price, the conversion rate from USD to um, whatever uh, Fili- uh, the Philippines currency is, is nuts. As in, like, the U.S. dollar is so strong there. Yeah, it's strong, Zach. I don't remember what the conversion rate is, but it's like you can get a pretty good meal for like maybe five dollars. Bruv. like a pretty good meal. That's cool. That could be cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked to see what I can get with my value. But you know, I mean, not 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 for um for uh, capitalizing wise, but. Or, or, or taking advantage wise, but it's like you know, I'm there. Win in Rome. Win in Rome, you know. So it's, it's it'd be exciting to see how much less I can pay for a keyboard there versus here. <laughs> that could actually be really really cool. Mm-hmm. Now
1: that I think about if it, as a
0: content creator, oh, that'd be great. That would be great monetary, or that or great content. But I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, but I but yeah, I'm going to bring my camera and yeah, I'll I'll, I'll see what I do. I don't want to vlog though. That's the only thing.
1: You know, I think you should just enjoy yourself mm-hmm. and, and just try
0: to have the best time that you can while you're there. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be with some people I don't even know. So, hey, I'm also going to point a camera at you guys. Ha ha. No, that's, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but I'll probably, you know, I, I don't know. I'll have a time. I'll bring my 16 and maybe my 50. Do it. Do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you, everybody. Uh, the next time you see me, I'm going to be back from the Philippines. The next time you see. Us, Zach, we back from the ve- from Vegas, from the Vegas, you know. So we're all gonna have a nice. Nice week vacation um, after pumping out a bunch of episodes for y'all, and then when we come back, it'll be the big, big episode 100. The hundo. The hundo. I hope we can figure out all the logistics for it because I haven't really prepared for it. <laughs> oh fuck, I haven't either. And so you know, I hope we figure it out. Otherwise, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Just a net, just know my episode. <laughs> 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 Whatever. It'll, be, it'll still be a grand old time. But yes, thank you so much. Subs- subscribe. It means a lot that you guys have supported us for this long. I won't keep this. I'll, I'll keep this brief. Subscribe if you haven't. It helps us a lot. Like the video. It helps us tremendously. Hit Go to the description. Uh, hit our links if you'd like to. And that'd be a great time. Um, if you want. Ooh, how about we bring you to a very old episode of when we are talking about if uh, first traveling to Japan. That'd be fun. Um, or or our plans of traveling to Japan. Ooh, okay. Right? I think it was called uh, Is Japan Overrated, I think. So, yeah, we can do that one. And then, yeah, YouTube can pick this one, of course. Or rather, let's just go to the previous episode. But thank you guys so much. And, yeah, have a good day.
1: Be good people. Love your face. Goodbye.